0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 188th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is, as always, SBJ. And with me today, I have our delightful and ever-friendly top Washington, D.C. player, Will, with us.
1: I'm not the top player in Washington, D.C. You're not? You used to be. I used to be, and then (laughs) other people from Washington, D.C. started playing.
0: Legendary player, Will Anders.
1: Yeah, that's more like it.
0: Uh, that's all right. I got out of the game when I dropped out of the top ten of Wisconsin. Yeah. It was I was better than that. And then uh, with us today, long time coming. We were supposed to have uh, our next guest on s- such a long time ago, but uh, finally joining us is Jeff. Jeff Thedy, amazing artist extraordinaire.
2: What's up, everybody?
0: For our listeners, Jeff did uh the amazing Rotom stickers that our Patreon backers got.
1: Some of our Patreon backers so, got. That's true. Some uh, of them are on restriction.
0: <laughs> we
2: actually I think we talked about that over the weekend, didn't we, Will?
1: Yes, we did. Because yeah. some people lost privileges.
0: Who lost <laughs> privileges? Is
1: Joe. Something?
0: Joe lost privileges? Yes. What do, what do you mean he lost did. privileges?
1: That's what I would say when he made said something that made me mad. I said, "Well, now you're going to lose privileges."
0: <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Ooh, I thought I forgot to send somebody their stuff. I mean, I am a little behind on sending the stuff, but I do take full responsibility. Uh, yeah,
1: I let, I let Joe know that you only go to the post office once every two months. So <laughs> this is pretty that's accurate. That's pretty much the regularity that we can expect from you. Yeah.
2: And then I also did the. Um, I've done the T-shirts, right? And the purple a couple T-shirts. Of purple yep. t-shirts i'm yeah, wearing yeah. mine right now actually because i thought it would be um appropriate to wear when recording this
0: that's that's accurate unfortunately we're talking too much pokemon right off the bat <laughs> so <we laughs> well, today, to st-
2: was, today was columbus day did anybody do anything exciting or is that not
0: <laughs> i worked like i worked six too. hours
1: i did not work but I didn't do anything exciting because, boy, I've been on vacation for a week and a half, and I am beat. i mean, so I'm, tired.
0: You got, you got back from Florida a bit ago, did you not?
1: On Wednesday, yeah.
0: And how was your trip?
1: So boring. Trust what? me, if you want an exciting vacation, do not go to Key West. All they I, have is food and booze, and I wasn't really interested in either of those.
2: I totally agree. I've been there, and I think I was like, in the sixth grade and like you said it was food and booze and you can't do the booze part in the fifth grade i,
1: mean, I didn't even want to try. do the booze part in 42 <laughs> you, could,
2: you could try but it was kind of boring <laughs> huh. all
1: right
0: that's
2: cool uh
1: i I, mean, I, did, I did get to visit robert the doll let's let's not pass that over was that
0: cool <laughs> Did did you feel for our listeners robert the doll is uh, creepy! this creepy haunted doll that the lore podcast recently talked about. Did you feel like it was creepy and haunted when you saw it? Will?
1: no, I thought it was kind of nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right.
1: What was creepy and haunted were the two people who entered the room after me while I was hanging out with Robert. Wait, wait the they only let
0: one, pe- one person in the room Robert with Robert at a time.
1: No, no. Cause me and my mom were in there and then these two guys showed up and what was creepy was the way that they were talking to Robert which I can't repeat on a family-friendly podcast. Um, Mm. Okay. Weird. Yeah, exactly. It was weird, and I left the room because I felt a little uncomfortable. (laughs) But then I came back, and I took plenty of pictures of Robert, so if anybody wants one, I can send them a picture of Robert. That's sweet.
0: That's sweet. Uh, Jeff, Jeff, let's hear a little bit about you. Let's start off with some basics. I know we're swinging back, to but we're all over the place right now. That's all right. For for our listeners who might be new or new, no. uh, you, uh, we're, we usually get off topic and then we go into some Pokemon news. We have a bit for you today. We're going to talk about some regionals because both Jeff and Will went to regionals. That happened. And then we're going to end the show with our Pokemon of the Week. But before we get to that, Jeff, what's
1: your favorite Pokemon?
2: My favorite Pokemon uh, is... Probably,
1: without a doubt, Avalug. Is that a real yeah. Pokemon, or did you just make that up?
2: <laughs> no, I did not make that up. It's the uh, aircraft carrier Pokemon.
1: Yeah, he's real cool. No, he's the coffee table Pokemon. He's not a,
2: okay, I knew this was going to come up. He is not a coffee table. He's an aircraft carrier. <laughs> mm. Not a coffee table. I mean, he is a giant piece of ice. He is a giant piece of ice with a flat top. But it's true. You for, put it,
1: your coffee cup on. Is, is no, that,
0: you,
2: you, you put your bird mites on top. And your
1: art books. <laughs> is, that, is that Gen
0: <laughs> 6 or is that Gen 5? Gen
1: 6. Gen 6. It's, okay. It's an XY Pokemon.
0: What was your. What, so a Gen 6 Pokemon taking the top spot. What was your what, what? are some runners up here to Avalug?
2: Well, I don't know. Like, I really enjoyed X and Y. And Avalug was one of the many, I felt really awesome Pokemon from Gen 6. I think probably the longest top favorite Pokemon would probably like Typhlosion.
0: All right. definitely
2: right. really cool. Big fan of Cyndaquil, because uh, I felt Gen 2 was the best generation, and Soul Silver were the best games.
0: Yeah, we need to have Jeff on more often, he's ringing, <laughs> ringing the red so, bells here.
2: Yeah, no, um, I like a lot of different ones. Like, I'm a big fan of Scolipede, who I actually brought on my regional team this weekend. And, um, MVP, MV, definitely MVP, but <laughs> um, we'll, we'll get to that in a bit, <laughs> but yeah, uh, definitely I really enjoy Avalug. I just remember battling Wolfric in X and Y at the end of the journey. And I thought that thing's really cool. I want one on my team. So I headed to the mountains and I caught myself a Bergmite. And now I have one on my keychain that I got from PokemonCenter.com because you guys talk about PokemonCenter.com.
0: Yeah, if uh, they want to sponsor us, we are.
1: We're open for sponsorship from PokemonCenter.com.
0: That is true. Awesome. Cool, cool. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about before we move on to some news?
1: Um, what did you do this weekend, Steve? Yeah, well, Steve,
0: what did you do? Oh, man. I uh, went to a pretty terrible wedding. <gasps> Uh-oh. It was...
1: Why he, was it
2: terrible?
0: It was mostly terrible because uh, it was two hours away. Oh, that sucks. Which is already a bit of a bummer. I accidentally typed in East Street instead of West Street, so when I got there, I was like, "Hey, there's no church here, clearly." And uh, when I went to type in the new address, well, pretty much just changed East to West. uh, I had no internet signal at that time because it was in the middle of nowhere, so we missed the we missed the ceremony, whatever. I didn't <laughs> not, know not important or anything right I didn't know these people that are Irene's work friends uh so we went to the reception and you know starving anticipation of dinner and dinner was just not good it was some really really bad food and so if the food was okay I would have walked away going eh, "That that was okay but now I, I, went, I walked away going man that food really sucked what'd you eat uh, they had chicken, pork, beef, and salmon, and I had every like I had got a little of everything, but the salmon. I, I can't
1: see you eating a salmon.
0: No, no, no! I do not eat anything that comes from what? the sea.
2: I love salmon.
1: Now, no. Steve and I agree on this. God put fish underwater because people aren't supposed to see <laughs> or eat them. They're <laughs> hidden under the water for a reason. Yeah, nothing no, that comes but,
0: from the sea for me. No, uh, but
1: salmon is like
2: I don't know. I.
0: It's the best. you ever walk down like a food line and go, man, none of this looks good? Yes. And then you get to your table and you verify with your mouth that, man, none of this is good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know what you mean. My eyes tried to tell me it wasn't good, but I didn't believe them. So I had to put it in my mouth and my (laughs) mouth verified. No good. (laughs) No
0: good. Uh
1: my nose was sending up warning signals but only the mouth could verify
0: <laughs> that's very true uh the other exciting thing i did this weekend is uh i was able to take irene from start to finish through the king's fall raid king's fall raid in destiny
1: sure you do it for her but you won't do it for me i see how it is hey man
0: i will i will carry anyone through that raid
1: <sighs> so many words and so little action
0: if somebody wasn't visiting robert the doll they could have joined us <laughs>
1: Will asked me this weekend when I'm
2: going to get a PS4, and I told him, like, the secret is I actually have a PS4, (laughs) but I don't play Destiny.
0: Oh, man. You should. You should get on that
1: bandwagon. That's why we're not better friends. Yeah.
2: Well, it belongs to my roommate, but I'd rather play Splatoon.
0: Yeah. I lost a lot of respect for Splatoon. It's a good game. I mean, it'd be a better game if they fixed their little ability issue.
2: Oh man, it's very frustrating. <laughs> the ability reroll. Like, you get a bunch of shells, and then you end up spending I forget if it's like 30k for new abilities, and you still keep rolling garbage.
1: Yeah. Hey, that sounds like destiny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, all right, uh, let's jump into some Pokemon news here. Not a lot of news, uh still pretty slow leading up to I think we're getting just super mystery dungeon this year.
2: Yeah, at the end of the year.
0: Yeah, so nothing too exciting uh, as of today. We're recording this a day late just because we wanted to get I wanted to get you both on for regionals talk. Uh I didn't happen to go, but we can talk about some Shuffle news since that usually comes out Monday. And we're recording this on Monday. Uh, there are two special events that happening right now. Um, the first event is Dusk Noir Descends. People must defeat Dusk Noir in 20 moves to win. Uh, if captured and used in a puzzle, Dusk Noir may occasionally use the skill last-ditch effort. And then there is a new Pokemon Shuffle, Pokemon Safari. Uh, Which, if you've done that in Shuffle, it's a randomized event. The ones inside this safari, which is a brand new one, is Crobat, Dusclops, Duskull, Golbat, Gorgice, Pumpkaboo, and the ever-legendary Zubat.
1: (laughs) The (laughs) Zubat. So, is this the first time that they've told you what's in the safari?
0: No, I think this is just the news article I pulled. I don't think they...
1: No 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 when, when you the little news that pops up in Pokemon Shuffle explicitly said what's in the safari. Oh really? Yeah. Oh because I actually read those. Oh. I mean I <laughs> Will do
2: you actually still play?
1: Shuffle? Yeah. Every day. <laughs> Every day.
2: I
0: tried.
1: Oh, I yes, tried. Sir.
0: I just can't keep up with it. It is the 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 problem I still have with Shuffle is how long it takes to get a Pokemon to max level.
1: Oh, I don't think I have anything at max level. I'm not that kind of a player. I, I just, get, just I, I do my five moves a day and I'm done. That's all <laughs> I do.
2: <laughs> I just get frustrated by the um. I mean, I it's clever. The um, there's competition for Megastones. stones, mm-hmm. and I remember you guys were talking about the Lucario night stone back for the 3DS, and man, like missing out on that was like detrimental to my progress through the game.
1: You know so what's then I, not clever is. What? The people who cheat at the Megastone competitions—how <laughs> do they cheat in that game? They have uh, cracked the software so that they use Pokemon that are, have not even been released in Pokemon Shuffle yet, like Ditto.
0: Is Ditto not released? I was unsure about that because I stopped Ditto playing is... the the main story.
1: Yeah, no, Ditto has not been released yet. Because if you look at um, the
0: leaderboard, it's like Ditto, Red, Genesect.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and here's the thing every time like on the last day of the competition they wipe out all of those players and they've they've done that two times now so it's like why do you even keep trying when you know that you're not going to be able to win
0: good that they wiped them out but yeah i was i was just like oh did like ditto come or like is he in like a later like main storyline mission that i didn't get to yet because right now i think i'm on like um well
2: what do you guys think ditto does
0: Like, why would it be so good? Well, they put them in the mega spot, which doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Uh,
1: Well, so Ditto um, in Troze, if you put it next to any Pokemon, it automatically was just a match. So, like, you didn't have to have three to make a match.
2: Oh, so it was kind of like a wild tile.
1: Well, but, you know, my assumption, I don't know because obviously it hasn't been released yet. But, it, yes, so it is a wild tile. But I also think probably for ones like uh, Giratina where it has the power of four, you can make a match with a Ditto and then get the power of four boost. Yeah,
0: and I think, well, I know, I think Arceus was one of them. And I know Arceus doubles all the damage that normal-type Pokemon do. And Ditto falls into that. But uh, I know, like, Ixernius, uh he like when you match, he can turn two other Pokemon into another exernius, So I'm assuming Ditto has something like that as well, but I'm unsure. I still play every day, but uh, I messed up on the Latias event and I forgot to finish it. And Uh-oh. I was I was at like 46 out of 50, and you have to get to 50 to get the Mega Stone, and I completely forgot. But doesn't that
2: like frustrate you? Like that's like one of my frustrations with the game. Like if I like miss out on a character, I get so.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's super frustrating. It's, it's super discouraging not to like play after that because it. like...
2: it's just it's just very discouraging, and that's how I feel. And then uh, when it came out for iOS, I re-downloaded it and tried replaying through, but then I sink into the hole of putting money into it. And I told myself, nope, it had become an addiction. I need <laughs> to put it away. Just put it away. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to some real Pokemon playing. <laughs> just didn't want to put money into it, but
0: yeah, yeah I wonder. I'm I'm fairly confident they're going to release a retail version of that game once once it runs out of steam. But I don't know. It seems like a lot yeah. of people are still playing it compared just based off the competitions.
1: Like they did with Pokemon Rumble World, they yeah. they released a retail version of that. Unless that's a news item. Oops, spoilers. No, um, <laughs> well, yes. it was,
0: I don't think they have an American release date, so that's why I'm not talking about it.
1: They uh, have. I just checked on Bulbapedia. There is no, um, no Ditto released yet for Pokemon Shuffle. Okay,
0: cool. So it is verified that those are cheaters. Shiny Evatil, Shiny Xerneas, and Zygarde, or Zygarde, is uh, going to be released in Japan, starting on October twenty ninth. Shiny Xerneas will be distributed, knowing the moves Geomancy, Moonblast, App. Aromatherapy and Focus Blast. November 5th, you will get your shiny Yvatel, knowing Oblivion Wings, Sucker Punch, Dark Pulse, and Foul Play. And then starting November 12th, a non-shiny Zygarde will be distributed with moves Lands' Wrath, Extreme Speed, Glare, and Outrage. Uh, each of these Pokemon will be level 100. They will be in a tr- cheris- Cherish Ball, and the original trainer name will be X, Y, and Z. They, all three will have no held item, Uh, You can have either X or Y or Pokemon Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire to get them. Again, this is a Japanese event starting October 29th.
2: So they will release the bacon.
0: (laughs) So that means they'll probably come here too. (laughs) Probably to GameStop. Hoopa events announced for Europe (laughs) and North America. (laughs) (laughs) Serial codes are available in GameStop and game stores. I think game is for... Europe?
1: England, yeah.
0: Uh, Hoopa events have been announced for parts of Europe and North America. The UK, Germany, and Netherlands have dates for distribution confirmed, while North America, France, Spain have been confirmed to receive distribution at a later date. From October 23rd to November 5th, serial codes distributed at Game across UK, uh, while from October 16th to November 7th, serial codes will be distributed at GameStop stores in Germany. From October tenth to the eleventh, visitors in the first Look Festival in the Netherlands will also be able to really receive Hoopa. I actually think we have a couple listeners in the Netherlands. Uh looks yeah, like I think so. You guys only have two days to get Hoopa.
1: Yeah, We're... but like the Netherlands are about like five feet across and ten feet tall. So <laughs> not... it's like you knock on your next door neighbor's door and they're like, Yeah, here's the serial code. <laughs>
0: they just <laughs> mailed them to everyone in the Netherlands. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Hoopa will come with the same move moveset uh, that the Japanese and Singapore events had. Those moves are Hyperspace Hole, Nasty Plot, Psychic, and Astonish. Hoopa will be holding a Focus Sash. Hoopa will be available in both X and Y and Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. But you can only get the Unbound form in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. There you go. Some Hoopa Hoopa.
2: So, what's the advantage to not releasing it like all at once? Like, why can't we get it at the same time that everyone in the UK and gets it? I don't know. Are they, are they just trying to make sure Europe feels special?
0: Yeah, or maybe like GameStop was like, "Well, we got we got too much going on with Call of Duty for this month. Call so of
1: Duty, Fallout, is coming out. You're gonna need to
0: hold on to your Pokemon stuff because we don't want Happy little kids running around these stories.
1: Yeah." <laughs>
2: Or they're probably just waiting for a closer date to Mystery Dungeon so they can make you pre-order. Yeah,
0: that's probably true. They Even know
2: that's wrong, but
0: they gotta work yeah. out uh, their way to slide in that pre-order. Yeah. Let's see here. We got two more news articles. Pokemon the series X and Y Kalos Quest Volume Four is now available in iTunes. The fourth volume of the <laughs> the fourth volume of the 18th season of Pokemon anime. I just like that. That wording, <laughs> uh called Pokemon the Series XY Kalos Quest 4 is now available in iTunes in the UK, US, Canada, and Australia. Um, let's see, the whole season here is twenty one ninety nine. Jeez.
2: Have you uh, actually watched
0: XY yet, Steve? Or SPK? Uh I think only one or two You saw
1: the Esper episode with yeah. the flower
2: yeah but but like have you watched a gym battle yet or at least like a major i don't think battle? so because like i i've seen i've tried to watch mostly the gym battles and in my opinion like they got somebody new on the show right like to actually produce the show because x and y is like superior over everything else they've ever done for the show i mean like have you ever watched attack on titans Steve.
0: I started to watch it, and then I was like, "I don't feel like reading." I'm gonna turn this off.
1: What? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, you're reading. Know. What? Yeah, because subtitles.
0: Yeah, they were subtitled.
2: Okay, well, I don't know. It's just that there's just an X and Y. Like the animation done for the battles is just so much more. Like, mm, I'm lost.
0: The like words. movie quality. It is it,
2: more movie quality. And yeah, because like, I know camera, the movies were
0: always a bit a bit of a step up.
2: But it's even above, like, the Pokemon movies. Like, the camera angles as they, like, rotate around the Pokemon and, like, the special effects are just... I really enjoyed... I forget the gym leader's name. I think it was Grant, the second gym leader in Kalos. Yeah,
0: yeah, the, the, Tyrant. the rock guy.
2: Like, that battle is, like... It's, like, it's actually really good and it's really quite enjoyable to watch. And then I've also watched and dubbed the... um. Valerie, the fairy gym leader, um, <laughs> that was interesting because they tried to use trick room and Ash just totally defied all game logic in that. But <laughs> um, no, it's just a, there's a little bit more higher quality animation with like depths of field and shifting camera angles that it actually makes it a little bit more enjoyable to watch as an older audience. I mean, it's not quite like Pokemon organs or that really awesome black and white trailer they shot but Mm -hmm. i i really highly recommend if anyone had not watched x and and y to at least check out a couple of the gym battles because they're enjoyable yeah cool and actually has a decent team too
0: that's a compelling argument i know i watched uh a lot of black and white because it was on netflix and irene and i were just watching it together with you know you just like you're surfing the internet with it in the background and it was for the most part, like yeah, it's it was okay, like nothing too special, but uh, I definitely enjoy usually gym battles or like I think the strong point in the anime series was when Ash was at the Elite Four and like the the earlier season, but uh yeah,
2: yeah, I've I've read online some people like wonder if they actually will have Ash win the um. The Elite Four tournament thing they do at the end because his team consists of like a Gudra, a, a Greninja. I know he doesn't actually have the Gudra anymore, but like his team's pretty much looks like the 2014 metagame that people think he could actually win it. <laughs>
0: huh. So. Very cool. It's a good show. Very cool. Uh, final bit of news here is a shiny Pikachu is to be distributed in South Korea. Uh, all these countries are <laughs> getting different, different di- distributions. As the part of the Let You Go event, a differently colored Pikachu will be distributed in South Korea from October 9th to October 11th. Oh, it looks like we're well past that. It already happened. Uh, it knows the moves. Teeter dance, play nice, tail whip, and nuzzle. The ability is static. The distribution is only for Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Did Pikachu actually learn Teeter Dance? I don't think it can actually learn it, no. I think that is uh, special to this distribution. Because Teeter Dance is a pretty sweet move. Yeah, Teeter Dance is legit.
1: Well, with all the things that, you know, all the special distributions of Pikachu, there's like nothing it can't learn. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Fly and surf.
0: Fly, surf. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Well, with that, uh, let's take a break. And then when we come back from break, we're going to get Jeff's and Will's thoughts on regionals. Did you guys go to the same one or no? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure.
2: I was in the presence of the legendary William Anderson
1: from DC.
0: Number one TCG player in DC.
1: Former number one TCG player (laughs) in DC. When
0: (laughs) we come back, we'll talk about that. And uh, uh, we'll also do our Pokemon of the Week. So we will be right back. Back from our break to talk to you about regionals. Now, I am uh, I'm location dumb, so what Uh regionals did you guys go to?
2: We went to Lancaster, Lancaster,
1: Pennsylvania, Amish County.
0: All right, so how far of a drive was
1: that for you, Will? Uh, well, technically two hours.
2: (laughs) He went a bit out of his way to pick up somebody, yeah, okay,
0: everybody, Joe. Awesome, and Jeff, how long did it take you to get there? Well,
2: we didn't. Um, I actually went on like a mini road trip this past weekend, but it, um, I did have to drive all the way back from Regionals home, so it took me about five and a half hours.
0: Ooh, that's that's not the worst. But
2: I like driving. Like I said, I took I made a whole weekend into a road trip. I actually uh went to Pittsburgh Friday night to see stuff you should know live, um, on their Midwest tour, and then I also. Just, spent the day on Saturday at Frank Lloyd Wright's Falling Water. It's like a, one of the mo- things you should see before you die.
0: Yeah, that place looks real cool.
2: It is pretty cool. And then from there, I drove through the mountains to Lancaster and met Will. Well, awesome. I didn't meet Will for the first time. I have met Will before.
1: <laughs> no, the first time we met was at the bus station.
2: The bus station.
1: Right. In Milwaukee. Well, it's, it's in Milwaukee, right, right. That
0: is true. Will was well Why are you here well just because right it was Labor
1: Day weekend I came for your birthday like a month after your birthday
0: all right yeah yeah <laughs> for
2: your birthday a month after
0: yeah <laughs> you graced me with your presence
2: but yeah. yeah it was Labor Day weekend that's why I remember that
0: cool um awesome so you guys both participated in the video game yeah
1: yeah even though, man, I was looking at people playing the TZG and it just was like, yeah, you got oh, that. oh, I wanted to be in it. <laughs> you got
0: that itch to shuffle cards.
1: Oh, to open packs and, and hold the cards in my hands. And oh, man. There's something it's about just, that, man, that you can't take away. It's the call of the cards, man. The call of the cards.
2: And, the less, and Will, is, okay, Will is absolutely right. I know he made a comment on the show a while back about VGC versus t g g players. And we talked about it this weekend. The body odor of UGC players is... Wow.
1: It was something about like this location where they had the tournament where it was like there wasn't a lot of ventilation. And literally, like when you walked into the room where the competition was going on, it was this like wave of heat and odor that would just slam you in the face. And he's and
2: not even making that up.
1: It's I, so right? True. I am not. And it was like it's not only body odor. That was a component of it, but it's also like unwashed clothes. Well, this, no, is, this, this was is the read, video game people.
2: Just the video game people. Because I remember trying to walk up to the pairing sheet and I like, tried to squeeze between two people and it was just like, oh my god, have you heard <laughs> of a tub before. Like, uh, it, it was bad. It's really, really bad. Mm.
1: Yeah, and what we would do since Joe and I are like regular sized humans and Jeff is like a little guy. Uh, he would. I'm not, not a little person. When, <laughs> no not a little person but you're a little guy as in like I know, short yeah no
2: i know, I, know, I know i know what I meant
1: <laughs> um so when the pairings would come up jeff would like squeeze in there and get all the way up to the front and then he'd just text us what table numbers we had for us to sit at
0: you would think after all these years of tournaments they'd come up with a better system instead of putting two pieces of paper on a wall Uh, I think after
1: all these years of having tournaments and having already existing an online Pokegym.com system for posting pairings, that they would put the pairings on, say, the north side of the room and the south side of the room rather than putting both lists of pairings that they had decided to print out because, you know, paper is so expensive, you couldn't do four (laughs) sets of pairings on one side of the room. Right? Oh right. man!
2: Well, man. they also have it where they can update it online these days. And for whatever reason, I remember talking to the judge and said, "Hey, why aren't we able to look up our parents on the internet?"
1: Oh no, and no, it was, it was it was the organizer's husband, right? I remember. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. He he said him, him about it. like. My wife doesn't like computers, so <laughs> no. We're just I, he, it this that's way.
2: exactly what he said. He said my wife doesn't like computers. <laughs> what a joke!
1: But wait, wait. I'm not going to take anything away from the organizers. God bless the tournament organizers for actually putting in the effort to hold these events, because without them, there would be no regionals.
2: Well, and not only that, it was actually for nine. Uh, we played to kind of skip ahead. We played nine rounds, and I felt they were very on top of keeping the rounds moving. Including after um, between match eight and nine, there was a uh, technical difficulty with the computers again.
0: <laughs> the old the computers are breaking, guys. That you can't they, post they still them kept
2: pretty manageable and oh yeah, sailing. And it was like, just that the pairing system was a bit goofy.
1: Well, finding out your your table that, number, yeah. Exactly. But compared to the the Northeast regionals that I did in um, DAG, I want to say two thousand thirteen. Uh, when I was up at, uh, the stadium up in in Massachusetts, where literally it was about 45 minutes between pairings going up for VGC, which that should never be because the rounds for VGC are no longer than 15 minutes. So it shouldn't take longer than 15 minutes to redo all the pairings and everything. So these guys up in Lancaster, they, yeah, they were really key on getting that stuff going.
0: So you had nine rounds. How long yeah. how long was the from start to finish?
2: Um, well, I so <laughs> side note, I did not get a hotel. I chose to find room with Airbnb and that was quite an experience. Will did not approve.
1: Um
0: or the snacks I brought from Airbnb. Did not approve of the Airbnb or
1: Oh no, I don't approve of using Airbnb <laughs> at all. I want that <laughs> quote company unquote to go out of business. It was. I that enjoyed it.
2: Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, but I got up early, um, had my coffee, and I showed up
0: around like eight thirty. Wait, well, um, the Airbnb experience sounds more exciting. What happened there?
2: <laughs> okay, so like I said, when I knew I was gonna meet Will and Joe, I made like a little road trip out of the weekend, and. Um, Typically, uh, with my group of friends, we have someone who works in the hotel industry and gets us free rooms. So I could have gotten a free room somewhere, but because I was going to have an adventure, I wanted to check out some really neat Airbnb locations. I was actually going to rent a tiny home in Lancaster, but it was not available for the night. So they had to cancel on me. But I um, stayed with this cool person named Nick, he is a pastor. He went to that big um, million walk in D.C. on Saturday.
1: Million Man March?
2: Yeah. He attended that, like literally the day I showed up. And we had a long night of deep philosophical chats. And um, he and his wife showed me around downtown, uh, like on a map. So I got to go downtown by myself and find dinner. And um, their room was kept just like a hotel room. I mean, they had snacks for me, which I brought to the event. They had a pet. And just to kind of give some quick deal how Airbnb works, like you look up a location, they have rooms. They have rooms, shared space, which is like a couch, or full homes available. And you can basically pay a flat price to stay for however long you need. So you're saying you had a good experience. I had a phenomenal experience. I highly recommend it. If you're comfortable with like strangers, because I can understand some people are like, there's no way in H, Bulbasaur um, that (laughs) I would stay with some (laughs) random nobody. Um, I I understand the fear, but like, I'm a pretty trusting person. It's probably my weakness. And like, like I said, I really enjoyed um, the couple, their pets had a good time. Highly recommend it.
1: Now, my problem with Airbnb, I, I think I, I listed it out as three things for Jeff. Number one, I don't trust people to clean those sheets before I get into that bed. <laughs> it I smelled so damn know brand new. Whatever. My, at... I, I was a smoker for 22 years. My nose doesn't work. I don't know what things smell like. <laughs> Number two, SJ has drop cams in his house. I do. So drop cams are everywhere. You don't, they are spying on you and what you're doing <laughs> you know, in that Caribbean room. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I, three, I
2: was not doing anything in my bed.
1: What, whatever. In my bed, number three, my, my condo be association <laughs> has a policy that you cannot use your condo for Airbnb. And it's like you don't know if the place that you're going, that their condo association might have that same policy. And when they see you you know, getting into that room, then it's like knock, knock, knock. This is actually illegal. You got to go. And then you know, you lost your money, and they're kicking you out.
2: Well, well, if they kicked me out on Saturday night, I'd probably just say, like, call you up and say, yo, well, I got kicked out. Can I have to drive an extra hour down to your place? And then I'll be taken care of. Well i mean I, I, i'm really good at like thinking on my feet and coming up with something so, so like, i
0: think so i think the whole uh staying with a person in their house kind of weird not gonna lie but See, know, it,
2: it, it is weird i i like i agree it is weird but, but i think
0: the whole like you know you said earlier tiny home it, where that's kind of that's not really like somebody's house right
2: Well, okay, for example, the tiny home was extremely contemporary. My mom and I went, well, actually the whole family went through a phase of watching tiny home renovations on, like, some random digital cable channel. And so I was really interested in checking one out. And this guy's tiny home was, like, parked in their backyard, and you had the full home property thing to yourself um, with Wi-Fi, kitchen, a queen-size bed. All in a tiny little
1: box. Anyways, to get back to your original question, <laughs> the rounds went from 10 o'clock in the morning to about <laughs> 4 o'clock in the afternoon before six top cut. Hours. Six hours.
0: That's
2: just Swiss. That's not even top
0: cut. Right. Okay, what was what, what was your win-loss ratio, Will?
1: Uh, three wins, six losses. That's not bad. Mm, I should have done better.
2: I got then, six and three. Sound six? You going gonna ask me. Yeah, I was, I was.
1: Uh, so,
0: what did you need for top cut? Like uh, eight and one, I'm assuming. Eight and two, at least I think, which kind of everyone. Yeah,
1: uh, seven and two, because there were only oh, nine I'm rounds. I'm sorry, seven and two.
0: <laughs> eight and two, you got to play an extra game, squeeze it in there in order to make top cut. All right, cool. Uh, well, let's start with your team. What were you running?
1: Uh, I had uh, Trachyon, uh Suicune. Uh, Bisharp, uh, Gengar, uh, my mega was Venusaur, and Heatran. Um, And my team was made by Sam Blasi, who is uh, one of our loyal listeners who always helps me out with competitive stuff. And uh, at the last minute when I realized I couldn't make the team that he recommended for me, he just gave it to me, and it was all trained and ready and everything like that. Oh, very cool. Thanks to Sam for that. Thank and if see. anybody if anybody wants competitive tips from him, you can ask him on Twitter. His Twitter is Sam I am Blasey, but he like reaches. So awesome. you can try.
2: Will just passing out information.
0: Classic Will. All right, Jeff, what were <laughs> you running?
2: Um so my team was Megalopony, um, Latios, Rotom Heat, Sylveon, Swine, and
0: Sculipede. And, uh, spoilers earlier was, I heard that Scolipede was your MVP. Uh, he was a truck and he ran some people over.
2: That's (laughs) how he does it. Um, yeah, I, Scolipede is one of my favorite Pokemon. And, um, yeah. Well, okay, so Scolipede, I guess I'll just jump into it. Everyone knows Scolipede from a singles battling perspective in which he will protect first turn to get a speed boost, from his hidden ability speed boost, um, and then use baton pass dispatch to, to the sorry to pass the speed onto another Pokemon. Right. And in fact we were uh my last match the guy's like, oh you're gonna baton pass into Mamoswine, make it like a scarf for Mamoswine or something. And then uh we caught up with a buddy of mine at Panera and all the kids sitting around him were like, oh baton pass, baton pass. And I'm just sitting there like thinking to myself like okay listen we're not playing singles people we're doing doubles and it's just a totally different game and you got to come up with different strategies and so um i guess to review maybe a little more in detail about what my team was my scollipede was running um with the ability speed boost i had the item choice band and the reason i ran choice band was because a megahorn from an adamant choice-banded scolipede was essentially a one-hit knockout on every single Cresselia that I went up against. And um that's why he was an MVP.
0: Got it. Yeah. So I'm assuming I'm assuming there was a lot of Cresselia still out on the field.
2: Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I faced, I think, at least two.
1: I, uh, yeah, I did as well. Uh, can I just, in, in reference to something that Jeff just said, can I give an etiquette, uh, advice to our listeners who are also competitive players out there? It is inappropriate in the middle of competition, like in the middle of your battle, like say you're up against my Terrakion and I hit you with something and you say, that's a nice scarfed Terrakion. Cause first off, you don't know that. And yes! second off, Just keep your mouth shut until the battle (laughs) Then we can talk about it. No, Will's absolutely right.
2: I (laughs) totally support Will. Um, And it's funny you mentioned battling etiquettes because um, there was quite a lot of issues with battling etiquettes this weekend. Like Will, remember that text you sent me if you want to share the story?
1: Oh yeah, so uh, in the it was the third round, and I sat down, and everybody you know around me was seated except for the seat diagonal across from me, so the next table over, but on the other side of the table, and that guy, he was an older guy, like by older, I mean late twenties, possibly early thirties, came, came in, yes, <laughs> oh yeah, sat down next to the kid, I mean literally a teenager who was sitting next to me, and he says to the kid. Do you have any legendaries? And the kid said, "Yeah, I have two." And the guy says, "Well, you just won. I'm leaving. Bulbasaur, this game." And he got up and he just st- stormed <laughs> out. What? Shit. He was so angry. Because, because he was like, I guess he didn't realize in competitive Pokemon, people use legendaries. Uh. <laughs> Maybe he thought like Smogon was real and nobody did Ubers or something. I, you know, but he was like, literally like in, in two seconds, he was so angry. Like, I mean, I have never seen somebody that angry without oh, man. even playing if, the game. If
0: there's one thing you take away from competitive tournaments is how people's emotions flip on a dime.
2: Well, and then so what happened to me was uh, there's a lot of interactions that occurred between match eight and nine, because like I said, computers messed something up and we had a long, a lot of downtime. Uh, I had an incident uh, right after round eight where I locked my keys in my car. Um, so that was exciting. And so I ran back into the room late. And when I found out what table I was at, I had to go all the way around the room and I showed up at my seat. Uh, I was sitting at table nine. If you know how, what is it? Pairing goes, the lower the number, the better higher you range. are. Yeah. yeah. So I was like kind of freaking out, like, oh my gosh, I'm at table nine again. Because I was actually at 10 earlier in the day. So anyway, uh, I get to the table and there's a judge there. And she looks at me and she goes, we've been waiting for you. And I kind of look at her with this face of like, "Uh, okay, I'm here now. And she goes, during your last match did you notice any, was there unsportsmanlike conduct from any of the players around you? And I go, I had to like pause and think, and I was like, I'm sorry, ma'am. Uh, I can't really provide any information because I actually have a hearing loss and I was very focused in my match. And She goes, yeah, we all have hearing losses. And I looked at her and I was like, I actually wear hearing aids. <laughs> and she just kind of gave me this like page of like, oh, I'm sorry. And I just kind of glared at her. I'm like, I won't say my next comment. It's not nice. But anyway, um, (laughs) so anyway, she kind of looked at me and she tried to inquire more like what was going on. And I said, ma'am, I was just, you know, kind of shocked. My opponent brought Mega Pidgeot and was sitting at as high as she was and we finished early. So I got up and left and she goes, okay, Well, we appreciate your input and um, blah, 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 blah. But, yeah, I mean, I also heard stories about they did some... They actually were running hacks tests, like, mid-game, and they kicked a couple people out of the tournament. Um, Somebody had an illegal gelicent. I'm not sure why, but... uh, There was a lot of interesting things going on at this event.
1: Yeah, I, I, I still... I mean, maybe it's just my age, but I still get shocked at people who like get visibly upset because they're losing. And I'm like, you know, whatever. You're here to have fun and play a game. It's, it's, <laughs> no, that, absolutely. Oh, and like you don't need to slam your hand down on the table when there's literally, think of it this way you're sharing a table. With at least 60 other people. So when you slam your hand on the table, you're disturbing 59 other people and playing. that are playing the game just because you misplayed. Hey, you know what? I misplayed. I tried to use le- Leech Seed on a Ludicolo. The second I clicked the button to confirm it, I was like, wait a minute. That doesn't work. <laughs> that was a huge mistake. I did not... Shout, slam my hand, scream out, or in any way, I kept it to myself. And when the game was over, I said to my opponent, You know, I I had a really bad, I said, Good game. I had a really bad misplay in there. And that was it. So I left it at that. No, Will brings
2: up a great point. Like, go to have fun. Like, that should be rule number one. Like, I mean, if you're there to win, you're there to win, which is probably rule number two. Um, But I mean, I just get shocked by how much. Like Will said, emotions people put into this. Like, it is just a game. Oops, I mean it's just a game.
1: Yeah, you but, know what? You know what the point of Sunday was for me to go and hang out with Joe and Jeff. And that I, was that was the point of the weekend, right? And and see some other folks who I play Pokemon with, you know, and talk to online, right? And stuff. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, and like I went to see Joe and Will. Like that's what got me to leave my little bedroom and travel all the way across the state and. I don't regret it. I didn't think I would do so well, which um, I finished 41st out of 236 players. Pretty good. I've personally like blown away. I actually beat one of my uh, idols that I look up to in VGC. Uh, his name's Ashton Cox. And I got to uh, chat it up with him at Panera. And he told me he finished below me. So that was kind of like <laughs> exciting. Him. I was jumping up and down inside like a little girl. Um but, no, I remember playing a couple of matches where, like, I sat down with uh, this one guy who was wearing a, an Attack on Titans hoodie, and I said, oh, uh, awesome hoodie. Did you see the movie yet? You know, because waiting for the match to start, mm-hmm, getting mm-hmm. conversation. And this guy's mouth just starts going off, and, like, he's all excited, telling me all about the movie, blah, blah, blah. Like, awesome mood. And, you know, then you make the announcement you can start your match. And uh, so we get into game mode, and he's, like, some players just love the talk and I personally like I don't know, just with my backgrounds in sports and stuff, like I just I actually take the game playing part seriously and like like I like to be quiet. And so, you know, he's chatting up a storm and this was the match where um so my megalopony in my Pokemon playing opinion, I actually don't think of fighting types as a offensive like Behemoth type, I actually look at fighting types more as a support Pokemon type, which I know is kind of unusual, but Megalopony had to move uh, after you, which was inspired by, um, there was a player on Nugget Bridge that used after you in Trick Room. And what after you does is as soon as the Pokemon uses after you, the Pokemon it used it on automatically goes next. And, um... <laughs> So Lopunny used After You on Sylveon, which is extremely slow Pokemon, and after one Calm Mind, uh, so that's plus one Life Orb,ed Hyper Voice from Pixelated Sylveon just pretty much tore apart Kangaskhan and Swampert, uh, Mega Kangaskhan, and that big smile turned upside down, and it's just kind of really sad that they just don't even like look at me and they just walk away from the table when the game's over
0: (laughs) that's pretty normal
1: yeah my my policy if somebody's talking to me during a match is i just look at my screen and i don't respond
2: i totally agree because i was the next match i moved down the table to another kid who was like (laughs) like big jolly guy like you know like just kind of imagine that kind of archetype and he's all talking and he's laughing and (laughs) he um he brought Mega Kangaskhan, I brought my Mega Lopunny, but I didn't Mega Evolve for three turns because Lopunny's regular ability is Limber, which prevents paralysis, and his Thunder goes to um, Thunder Wave Lopunny and nothing happens. <laughs> and I just came back and spanked him so hard. And <laughs> he, he wouldn't look at me, and he just got up and walked away. <laughs> so um, that was another match I won.
0: I can't say that I really missed the tournament scene after hearing your guys' stories.
2: Well, but, like, on the flip side, your friends are there. Yeah. And, like, the most exciting thing is, like, standing up from my table and thinking, all right, where's the tall guy in the red Nike hoodie? And (laughs) That would be me. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. Will was, like, the tallest guy in the room. And you'd just run over to him like, hey, Will, hey, Jill, how'd you guys do? How'd you guys do? And, like... You just have stories that you could share from the last match, and like, um, I know Joe was really like pumped about his um mixed Greninja, which um, either like won him the match or didn't win him the match,
1: yeah. Well, it was like Joe's first uh, like regionals level tournament, and yeah. He's super knowledgeable. I mean, I like when we were going, I I never even looked at my team until the drive up to Pennsylvania on Sunday morning. So (laughs) we were like, I was talking to him about it. And like every time I said like the name of the Pokemon on my team, he like knew the nature that it would have, the ability that would have the hold item and like what moves it would have. So he was able to tell me how to play my team, like without ever having seen it. Like, or, you know, actually looking at the screen. Yeah, to yeah. See what it was. He just has well, all like, that stuff memorized. So he's he's really good, really smart. Um, and that helped a lot. It, and honestly, if I had practiced with the team, um, if I had had time to practice with the team, I probably would have done much better because it's a super solid team. But you have to kind of know a few of the, the strategies that are built into it.
2: I mean, this was my third tournament. Uh, my first tournament was vgc national 2014 because anyone can go so i thought oh i'll just go to nationals (laughs) and um, yeah yeah i brought avalug that's why he's my favorite pokemon and um that was a great experience i actually became best friends with alex ogloja who ended up winning that year and i didn't even know he was good at playing pokemon and i really admired his um how he carried himself the whole weekend which was i'm just here to play just here to see my friends and just have fun like he wasn't even out to win at all and it just so happened that he did. And that was kind of influential to me. But um, I've been playing with my team since July when I put together the Slacking Cup. Like, the team I brought was the team I built for that event. But I actually withdrew from the tournament just because so there'd be an even number of players. And um, I've been practicing with the teams for four months now. And... um. I totally agree with Will A big part of the game is just being knowledgeable About the game Like, when I'm at work I'm not proud of this I just sit on Bulbapedia and I read About all the Pokemon that are on there Because the more you know The more you can be prepared for whatever you go up against
0: Right, 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 right So Well, awesome Well, it sounds like you guys had a good time
1: The only thing missing was you
0: I'm sorry Yeah, Steve, you should have came I was at a terrible wedding.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because we had Panera, and I know you like Panera.
0: I do. I do like Panera a lot because I I love – Panera afterwards. I love bread.
1: That's interesting.
0: I've I've made this commitment in life that I love pretty much anything with bread. (laughs) Uh, Why don't we uh, take a quick break? I didn't know the segment would go on so long, but that is not a a complaint. But uh, we'll take a break. And when we come back, we'll do, uh, we'll do like one or two emails. We got a bunch of emails blocked up here. So, uh, we'll do one or two and then we'll do our Pokemon of the week. And we are back from our final break here. We got some emails to go over, just a couple. We did have a bunch lined up, but um, don't want to run too long. Uh, if you want to email us your questions, anything Pokemon or not Pokemon related, you can do so by going to PokemonPodcast.com slash contact. And you can fill out that form or if you're a little... More email, savvy, you can just email me directly, SBJ at pkmncast.com. First email here is from Ellen. Uh, messages Hey, I'm a new fan, and first of all, I want to thank everyone involved with the show and making it so awesome and lovable. I've been going through some of the older episodes and heard there's been an art show that really caught my intre- and that really caught my interest because art and Pokemon are my two biggest passions. Will you continue art shows in the future? And if so, how do you pick artist slash artwork? So I'm basically I'm basically asking how can I be a part of it? Thank you for making your wonder. Thank you for making a wonderful show. You are the best, Ellen, Elin. Could be Elin. E L I N. E L I N.
1: It's Elin? like Eileen. Yeah.
0: Oh, Eileen. Mm. No, that could be accurate. My my apologies. I'm really bad at both Pokemon names and real names. Uh. Ch- Will, you've been to both art shows, right?
1: Uh no, I didn't go to the second one. You didn't go oh. to the second? No. I couldn't go.
0: That's a bummer. I hadn't started listening
2: yet.
1: <laughs> I think um, I think I think 2016 may need to see a return of the charity have, art show. I
2: have I have a fine art piece, I guess, of Pokemon waiting. <laughs> wait, like, you, have
1: to, you have to hope it meets the theme which <laughs> might be difficult because the theme is going to be pokemon landscapes
0: <laughs> i do, maybe okay so for our listeners <laughs> that didn't didn't know uh in oh i don't remember was it it was in 2013 and 2014 if i'm not mistaken
1: mm, no it was 2012 and 2013 oh my
0: it's been that long
1: <sighs> yeah because uh, cause, wait um because I went to Nationals for the first time in 2012 with Team Tickles. Okay. <laughs> and then that was like, remember, because in 2012, we saw each other like every month for like one weekend every month. <laughs> and that was like, it okay. was um, July was Nationals. August was uh, 649 Monsters. September was, was I think, regional. I think no, September was still 649 Monsters. October was uh Fort Wayne Regionals. I didn't then, then we went on break. Got it.
0: We we took we put our relationship on hold. Yeah. Um so I did an art show called 649 Monsters in the the fall of 2012 at a place called Bucket Works, which was kind of like a shared space and they had a gallery and I rented the gallery. And I contacted a bunch of artists, and those artists contacted more artists. And the goal was to get, like, 100 artists for uh, artwork of Pokemon. And I think we ended up having 80-some pieces. And then we right. did we did a blind auction there, so people bid what they wanted to on the pieces. And I printed all the artwork, so the artists didn't have to worry about that. They pretty much emailed me digital or... If they did a real painting or image, they'd email or they'd physically mail me that. So I printed all the pieces, I framed all the pieces, I choreographed the show, and I marketed it. It uh consumed my life. And uh I did a two night long or two day long art show and raised probably out of pocket cost me four to five thousand, I can't remember. So I was very worried about my credit card at the time, and uh, I think we ended up raising like six, shish, over six thousand. So I paid off my credit card and then I donated the rest to Child's Play Charity. It was it a thousand dollars to Child's Play. I might have kept like twenty dollars to myself from that art show. Not gonna lie, a little selfish, I know, but it did buy me lunch the next day.
2: Uh, gotta and feed yourself,
0: that's right, and then the. the uh, people loved it and the, the question i got over and over again was are you guys going to do this again and i was like oh you guys this is funny because you thought it was a team it was just me um, and it
1: really was because you wouldn't let anybody else help
0: yeah i'm 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 very weird like that uh i don't like i don't like people doing stuff that because i have a vision and i, and I don't want to go outside that and i don't want people i don't want to hold those people to the standards i have because then I don't want to be like, well, this didn't work because you did it. It's more of like, this didn't work because I didn't do it. So I can't. I like to take the fall, the blame, and it's weird.
1: Yeah, but that's how I knew that you and I had a special relationship because I was the only person you let help um hang the artworks. (laughs) Remember? Because you wouldn't let you wouldn't even let Irene in to see it until everything was hung up. Well,
0: yeah, and there's also that big like, especially with people that are close to me. Like I want to wow them as much as I wow everyone else so it's, that's also like a part wow. of like wow. don't do don't do this
2: but like I think like Steve like knowing you and you mentioned like the word vision like you have a very high standard for quality and I think that's that's not a bad thing and you know you're not going to get that unless you put in all the work yourself
1: but what he just said was that I'm not important to him because he didn't <laughs> care that I didn't see it nice and I had swept the floor <laughs> Wow.
0: <laughs> uh, I think the second art show so the following year. Uh and I appreciate those words, Jeff. The following yeah. year I did a second art show called Battle City. Now the problem with that is so I did I took that one to Kickstarter, which was a big relief <laughs> cuz I didn't didn't have to put How stuff much did you write from Kickstarter. Uh that art show was more expensive to do. Um so I I made $7,000 from Kickstarter. Damn. And <laughs> um Kickstarter took out their fees and whatever. And so I actually put some of that money into like uh, like a newspaper ad. And I was on the verge of like getting a billboard. Because actually billboards are pretty cheap. I think uh, the billboard I was looking at was going to be like $400 for two days. And those days were going to be the state fair, the Wisconsin state fair billboard. And I was like, man, like that is one week before the show. The state fair is so busy. Like, Wait, good.
2: wait, wait, wait. So for the two days of the state fair... That billboard was only four hundred bucks a day or total
0: total so it what? Would, it would run with six other ads, so it was a digital billboard, so it would rotate every oh. like ten seconds
2: okay, but that's still a really good idea yeah, it
0: was that. really good, and then so I had everything planned, I bought like all the promotional materials, and then this and a lot of people don't know this story, so the the I was doing it at bucketworks again, same space, and they closed down. They refused to pay their landlord because their landlord was refusing to fix things. They so they stopped paying rent and their landlord kicked them out. And I literally had all this promotional material like flyers, posters, everything with works, the date, the address, all like wasted because they just decided to close. Sure, sure. So what'd you do? What'd you do? So I uh, somebody contacted me. So uh, no,
1: he called Will and I, cried. I did.
0: I did call you. I don't think I cried. <laughs> I, I do remember that. I did I, I called Will right away. I was at work when it happened, and I was so upset, and I called Will. So Will started talking to people. I started talking to people. I found a guy who knew a guy who uh, was from Chicago and had a bunch of galleries, and he would come up to Milwaukee, and he knew some galleries in Milwaukee. So they found me a couple places, and... um They just weren't right from the pictures or from like the location. Like they weren't what I wanted. And so he was like, well, let's meet up. Let's go to this space. He's like, it's a really good deal. Why don't we just meet up and talk? And so I was like, okay. Even though like when I saw the space on the map, I was like, this is not the location I want to be in. Like just not a good neighborhood. Like Mm -hmm. I can tell from the pictures, I don't like it. So I went and everyone was super nice. And they were like, we have three different floors. We just did an art show here for charity And so they showed me all three floors and I wasn't really impressed by the first two. And then we got to the third one. I was like, okay, like this space is huge. It would work. It's kind of dirty. So like it would like this, this was the problem too. It took, the space was good. Um, but like the timeline was just so rushed and, uh, I had less art, but I did more expensive frames. And I was just very behind schedule when I set it up, and I like spent the night before like mopping the floor because I wanted the floor to look good, and I was like cleaning the walls because it was like an older building and I wanted the walls to look good, and it just took so much out of me, and and
2: is that why you probably haven't done another one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of the like main reason. Just so hearing that story, I can see why it takes so much out of you. That. You don't want to invest that type of energy again.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's it's not like uh, it's not like obviously I wasn't doing it to like make a profit or anything. I was really doing it to like do it. Like I can do this. People like I'm almost kind of like na- name recognition or like look at this cool event that this dude in Milwaukee did for people in Milwaukee, kind of thing. Um, so I did last year try to reach out to a couple of venues for a third art show. I wanted it to be smaller. <laughs> which would help with a lot of things, but more like restrict it down to like, let's only do 50 pieces. Let's try not to shoot for anything higher, even like maybe like 30 or 40 pieces, like kind of smaller, but make sure they're like the, the artists I'm working with really get what I'm doing. And of course that would again be for charity. Cause I, we talked about that lawsuit like two episodes ago or whatever. And it's like, the main reason I was doing this was to be like, Hey, like this is copyrighted artwork or copyrighted characters but like the venue the space itself is for a good cause um but uh the places that i really liked in milwaukee like i reached out and i didn't really get anything back from them or i didn't get a conversation going so if i was to do a third art show which i'm not opposed to it would probably go back to kickstarter it would probably go for charity even though i can't say that it's for charity on kickstarter because they're very strict about that um (sighs) but the main thing before any of that is i would have to find a venue that i'm completely comfortable with to do it sure sure uh, you,
2: could you link on kickstarter back to the site and mention on your site that it's for charity
0: yes I'm sure that's yeah, okay, yeah, right? yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah i i would uh when i was making the kickstarter i was i was talking to them and i was like look like i'm obviously using the materials to like rent the venue do the marketing like print the artwork but I want people to know that, like, I'm not trying to profit off this, and they're like, "We get it, like, that's totally cool." You just can't say that, like, because Kickstarter like, if if somebody made a Kickstarter and said, like, "Hey guys, all the money's going for charity," and then they get like ten thousand dollars, Kickstarter can't hold that person liable for what they do with that money. Right. So, so I could say, like, I'm doing, I'm donating ten thousand dollars to Red Cross, just give me the money, and then all of a sudden, just keep the money, and no one can do anything because the Kickstarter's ended and there's no legal obligation to that. Probably more about Kickstarter than. Yeah, <laughs> I think but. it's more Kickstarter. Um, yeah. So, uh, I guess if you are interested and you're an artist and you want to contribute, um, the easiest way is just keep listening to the podcast. Because if I was, if I was to ever do it, like the podcast listeners would be the first to hear about it.
1: And I'll keep pushing Steve to do it because it gives me another excuse to visit Milwaukee, which I like <laughs> <to> do. So. <laughs>
0: yeah. So uh, let's do another email here from Anthony. Hey guys, love the show and everything you do. I've been listening. Uh, I haven't been listening long, but since I started, I listen whenever I can, which is usually when I'm playing Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. I strongly disagree with Steve about Lucario, they are amazing. And Will is right. Twizzlers and plain Cheesecake cheesecake are the best correct as, as i take a bite of cheesecake i hope you i'm on can... team
2: steve sorry, sorry.
0: <laughs> yes uh <laughs> i hope you continue with the greatness that is called PKMN cast and if you ever want to play pokemon here's my friend code awesome i appreciate the email there no question uh twizzlers are better or Red not bunch. as good not as good as Red
1: Vines, can, my mistake. I, can I get that on the soundboard? Twizzlers are better. Twizzlers are better. Twizzlers are better. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh,
2: that, Red Vines, And like you get the bucket of Red Vines.
1: Yeah, can, we I have make, a, can, can we have an honesty minute? Sure. I haven't had a piece of candy in like 10 years, if not longer. So they may have changed the formula of both Red Vines and Twizzlers numerous times over. Next
0: time you're in Milwaukee. I'm not having you. no
1: candy. It, it, when you're on vacation, well, you got to splurge a little. You? Yeah, I yeah. eat fried food on vacation, not candy.
0: You got splurge a little. This email is from 10. Uh, hi, I'm a listener from New Zealand. Since I started listening to the podcast last year, I've also been going over the past episodes and in one of them, you guys were kidding around and mentioned the idea of having different Pokemon evolve into the same Evolution, oh, like having like a two different evolutionary lines like evolve into like a line or something. I would thus like to put this to you that th- the end of abomination known as licky licky is nigh. For too long has licky licky been the bane of has had been a bane on the elegant pose and the majestic the majesty that is the beautiful licking tongue, but now. After studying the Kalos Pokemon, the answer has been shown to us. Licking Tongue is going to be the new Eevee, but with a catch. That it evolves into Pokemon from other evolutionary lines. You see that they have already given us Greninja, Licking Tongue's clear, obvious water evolution, shown by not only the tongue, but the yellow pale stomach and circular knee pads. I predict that the next games will not only will reveal not only the method for Licking Tongue to have a water evolution, but the next elemental evolution for our pink champion, I hope that it's a grass type, but in Eevee style, uh, it might not. It might be electric next. Not really, but plausible and neat, right?
1: I wonder if this guy knows Andrew Todd, because <laughs> everybody in New Zealand knows each other, right?
0: That's true. A <laughs> small country that is. Uh, licking tongue. I bo- I like both licking tongue and licky licky.
1: I
2: brought licky licky to regionals last year. <laughs> everybody. That's another thing. Like when I was at Regionals last year, everyone's like, "Dude, there's some guy with lick a lick. Is it lick licky?
1: What is it? Licky licky. I don't know how to lick-y, It's lick- like wiki licky, wiki, licky. but the slick. Lick- and you guys don't know what wiki <laughs> wiki means, so I'm just gonna stop right there.
2: <laughs> but um, I think it's an awesome Pokemon. It's really it's cool. It has the ability Cloud Nine, which is a great way to counter all the. Oh, all those
1: crappy rain and sandstorm teams out there, yeah. and
2: exactly
1: Cloud and it's a
2: big pink ball of
0: happiness
2: <laughs> and licks. I like it when my dog licks my face,
1: that's weird. Yeah, just like a little one, not like bathing me.
0: Oh,
2: I see. yeah, but after one little one comes another little one. And no, you know, not
1: my dog. She does, she hits you with one, she walks away.
0: One done. Yeah. <laughs> One done, let's move on to our Pokemon of the, oh yeah, uh, by the way, if you want to send in your email, you can do so at sbj at, at I'm Just messing up everything today here. It's, it's late. That's why. Pokemon of the week here is Gorgice to go with our uh, spooky theme that Travis gave us last week.
1: That almost sounds like Gorgice's sound that it makes, because it's kind of like a spooky howl, like, "ooh." Is it? Yeah. is really
0: cool. Uh, So for our listeners, Gorgice is ghost slash grass. It evolves from Pumpkaboo when traded, and it comes in four variations, small size, average size, large size, and super size. Gorgice is a pumpkin Pokemon. Its body is black, is a black pumpkin with two short stubby feet. There is a carved face into this pumpkin with triangular eyes and a half circle mouth, completed with a spike protruding from the top of its mouth. Above this pumpkin is the head, which is tall, slender, and orange in color. At the top of the head is a face which has yellow eyes and a small mouth with no nose presence. They come in many sizes, the small being no more than 2 feet 4 inches and the largest being 5 feet 7 inches. uh, are mil- mal- malevolent, uh, malevolent <laughs> Pokemon that catch their prey uh, with their hair-like arms and take delight in their victims' suffering. On moonless nights, they are known to wander through town streets singing an eerie song that curses unfortunate listeners. And they are the only two Pokemon, uh, Gorgas and Pumpkaboo, uh, to know the move Trick or Treat. Spooky, very spooky. Trick or treat adds ghost type to the target. Yeah, I did not know that.
2: Yeah, it's like I know it's one of the only moves where you can. Um,
1: I should stop talking. It's type you, you can create a triple type.
2: <laughs> That's what it, is it? Triple or quad, uh, quad? Triple. No, it can be quadruple because with trick or treat and forest curse. No,
1: it replaces with, forest curse. That's it? It, Yep. I just read it on the internet, so it must be true.
2: (laughs) Read it. (laughs) All right. Then I stand corrected. Soak.
0: What about that? Soak. I believe turns both types into water type.
1: Yeah. It makes it a mono water
0: type.
2: So would it erase all the typings that have been added? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So never mind. Forget that.
0: Um... But, yeah, but I believe if you treat. if you were to soak then trick or treat it would be water ghost. Yeah, I yes. think so. Yes, right? I agree. Uh, Will you have a competitive Goregeist?
1: I do, and I actually have it ready right here in front of me. Um, Let's although hear that sweet move set. Uh, hold on a second. So this was actually made for like the VGC uh, either 2013 or 2014.
2: 14. It was 14.
1: 2014 so um, and it was like a, a spring 2014. So some of the meta ideas may have changed since then um, but it has uh, it's a super because that's um, that's better for physical attacks. So the, the thing about Gorgeist is uh, with its when the size goes up, its attack and defense go up and its HP goes up and its speed goes down.
2: So it's better for Trick Room.
1: It's better for Trick Room, correct, for a super size. Um, I What kind of a team did I have this dude on? Uh, Wasn't that the
2: one you had that you named all your Pokemon after Attack on Titans characters?
1: Wow, how do you know so much about <laughs> me? You're disturbing. Yes, I have a Rotom. Uh, so wait, was,
2: was Gorgai's name Mikasa? Or,
1: no, Mik- no. Are you ready for this? It's a Rotom Wash named uh, Aaron,
2: yeah.
1: uh, a Garchomp named Annie, uh Gorggeist is named Armin.
2: Oh, you named him Armin? Uh,
1: Floor I didn't name them at all. This team was given to me. Florges was named Mikasa. Mikasa. Uh Mawile is Emir and uh Talonflame is Baeltold.
2: Steve watch that show please.
1: No, don't. I, I, I actually recently watched it. It's very disappointing. Anyways,
2: <laughs> what?
1: um has attack one thirty-six, oh. defense one sixty-six, special attack eighty three, special defense one fifty two, speed seventy-four. It's pretty sweet. The ability is frisk. So you can find out what the other team is holding. Um and the moves are trick room, leech seed, phantom force, and will-o-wisp. Um, Phantom Force is sweet because that actually strikes behind, uh, protects and, uh, Mm -hmm. all those nice shielding moves because it comes up behind the person and the protect shielding is in front of them. So
0: that's sweet. (laughs)
2: It
1: is. It's a, it's a good guy to use. Um, but he was not the star player on this team. Uh, this was my Mega Mawile team. Uh, so pretty much every turn I started with Mawile and Talonflame, and I usually did not need much more beyond that. But <laughs> uh, the pairing was uh, Florgis and Gorgais together because uh, Florgis has Flower Veil, which prevents mm-hmm. grass types from getting status conditions.
2: Uh, is that? Are you sure that's right?
1: I am certain that's right. <laughs> I don't I know. I more gorgeous than you will ever know.
2: <laughs> um, Let so, them all stay put really quick.
1: He doesn't believe that Flower Veil presents all status conditions? No, uh, well, it's not okay.
2: status conditions. It's stat reductions.
1: No, 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 no. Flower Veil
2: prevents the Pokemon with this ability if it is grass type and its grass type allies from having their stats lowered.
1: What? What am I thinking of?
2: It also what you're thinking of. It also prevents the Pokemon with its ability and its Grass type allies from being afflicted by non-volatile status conditions.
1: Yeah, that's what I said. That's but what's important.
2: What non-volatile? Oh, those are burns. Why? Is it, <laughs> what, what's a volatile status condition?
1: Um, the confused like top cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, confusion. Confused.
0: Um, Something that like doesn't like show a status on the screen. Right, like paralyze mm-hmm. and burn.
2: Those show a status, but
0: those
1: are no. Vol- the volatile status conditions are confusion, curse, embargo, encore, flinch. Fuel yeah. block. Those so are the ones that kind of fade on their own versus yeah. ones that can't fade on their own. Well, no, so wait,
2: flower veil, so flower veil flower stop, veil stops, burn, freezes, paralysis, and poisons? And sleep. Damn.
1: Isn't That's it sweet? sweet?
2: That's sweet. All right, now <laughs> I got to get a Florgris. I might have switched over from Rosary to
1: Florgris. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got extra Florgrises if you need one.
2: I actually have a, um, a couple of babies that I caught from X and Y.
1: But, I mean, I have Flurguses with perfect um, IVs.
0: Some trivia. Trivia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know, Gorgias. A supersized Gorgias has a different cry from the other three forms. Uh, its pitch is lower than the cry of the other forms. And only average size and supersized Gorgias can have an, the hidden ability, Insomnia. average size can obtain as Pumpkin Boo with the hidden ability from Friend Safari. Super size can attain the ability uh, as the spooky 2014 super pump kaboo so that probably has come and passed but if you want insomnia as an ability you need an average size from the friend safari and uh yeah obviously gorgeis is based on jack-o'-lanterns yep and uh, i don't know what a shiny one looks like because bulbapedia is real weird right now what do you mean It doesn't
2: show yeah, no, it doesn't show it. It's just just file S P R.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've seen that a couple of times recently where like the link the file linking isn't working.
0: Yeah, I think they're in the process of doing some back end stuff, so I'm sure the shiny is cool. That is if somebody has a
2: picture of a shiny Gorgash, they should post it
0: on, (laughs) on the social web. Uh on I think the social web. I think Hold that. on. I think that is our uh show shiny for you guys Shiny
1: Gorgeist has a uh, purple hair and a dark black uh pumpkin oh, and yeah. orange.
0: Like it's the
2: Burger King really, Whopper it is actually really cool.
1: And speaking of shinies, I did go up against a uh shiny Heracross, Mega Heracross this weekend, and that thing is the ugliest Pokemon ever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it I told you it was pink for breast cancer awareness next month.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Good old hair cross.
0: All right. Well, that wraps up our show here. Will, where can our listeners find you?
1: Uh, On uh, Twitter at Wash in the Sink and on PS4 at Wash in the Sink. And that's pretty much all that matters.
0: Awesome. Uh, Jeff, do you want to be found? I
2: am very easy to be found. Um, <laughs> if you want to find me, you can uh, just look for... JJ, my last name, Thiede, which is T H I E D E, the number two. And if you look for that on Instagram, Twitter, uh, it's also the name of my website, so just that.com. You'll find me
0: anywhere. Cool. Awesome. Uh, you can fo- follow me on Twitter, it's at Dragging a Lake. If you like the sound of my voice and you want to hear more podcasts, I do another podcast just recently started. Uh, It is about board games and you can find that in iTunes. It is called the Tuesday Night Podcast. Night is spelled with a K, not with an N. Well, I guess there is an N in there, but you just put K before the N. Yeah, (laughs) that would be really great if you want to check that out. It's, uh, It's about a 40 minute show. It's a little shorter. And it is weekly and it comes out on Tuesdays uh, if I can get editing under control here. It's weird having two podcasts now. A lot of editing.
2: Stepping it up.
0: Yeah, trying to. Uh, Cool. Uh, If you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, it is at Pokemon Podcast. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Cast. And if you haven't done so already, please leave us a review in iTunes. We're almost to 500 reviews in iTunes and we would like to get there by the end of the year. So if you haven't done so already, please jump over to iTunes, leave us a review. That would help other people find the show. And finally, if you want to support the show, if you like what you hear, you can head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective and you can support the show uh, with like a dollar or some, 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 some of money. Uh, That's our show for you guys today. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Jeff.
1: You're welcome, Steve.
0: Thank you. And you are welcome. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, we are
1: super competitive yep. Pokemon players.
2: <laughs> yes.